0: I'm Lee, and I'm Alex. We're going to take a deeper look at cultural philosophy behind martial arts. Hello, and welcome to episode 56 of Combat Thoughts. This week we are discussing rule sets in MMA. Rule sets aren't unified across mixed martial arts. And because of that, there can be some differences in the way that we um, well, firstly practice and train the martial arts, but also how we watch them and how spectator uh, activity is affected by the rule sets. So I hope you enjoy. So we're doing uh, judging systems in uh MMA. All right, so like we were saying before, um, we're staying away from quality of judging. Let's just assume all the judging's perfect because we know it's not, and I don't want anyone to get on rants about shitty decisions in MMA um, or stuff like that. Yes, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think there's a few obvious ones to distinguish between. I mean, there's the fact that UFC does it on a 10-point must system versus um, One and Pride doing it on the fight as a whole. Um, mm. Yeah, it who wants to start?
1: Yeah, so my, my happiness when you said you wanted to do this pod was about discussing if you think the 10-point must system is the best way to score MMA. So, I know everybody, like, UFC, Bellator used 10-point must, but it was made for boxing. And actually, Pride had a pretty good way of scoring the fight, where you score it, and the round structure was different, so, okay, take that into account. But it was basically, at the end of the fight, who's done the best job, and... Everybody kind of moaned and complained about at the end of the fight being like, oh, it's skewed heavily by the end of the fight. But if that was a fight in the real world, the person who's coming out on top at the end of the fight is going to win. You look at the way Anderson Silver used to fight back in the day. He'd get three rounds up, the Damian Meyer fight. He'd get three rounds up and then stop. And he was like, oh, I have won the fight now and I'll just switch off. So I just wanted to get your opinion on if you think 10 point must is the best way or should we switch it and do pride?
0: Ah oh, you're a, you're a Nate Diaz fan. If this was in the street this is how it would go. <laughs>
1: no, I'm not like that like much of a hardcore where I'm like oh it's life and death and if this was a medieval battle and all this. But I think there is something about finishing well than rather than just racking up three rounds.
2: Also why why 10? why, why does it have to be 10? Like why why do we choose to, why can't it be five five point system where it's like five and well four? Like, I think we it's 10?
0: More significant, well, this is the thing, it's inherited from boxing, and it's more significant in boxing when you have like 12 round fights, um, where there could be a differential of one or two points, and then you throw in the fouls and stuff. When you've only got a maximum of three rounds, and you could maybe dock a point for a foul, because after you dock two points, you're basically disqualifying the guy normally, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, having 10 points is a bit pointless, it's a bit stupid in a fight like that, um so yeah that's it's simply because it's inherited i mean i think you probably know the answer is no 10 points must is a stupid way to judge a fight to be honest yeah it's it's inherited from boxing to make it easy for people transitioning over to understand the sport but i think it would make it i think there are easier ways to get people to understand the sport really than just copying something that's already happened um I think the issue with the 10-point must system is it's not actually in the fact that it makes fights apparently boring towards the end. I think it's actually quite rare that people coast. I understand how that could be a problem. If you've won two rounds very convincingly, you might take the last round off and play it very, very safe.
1: Yeah, you Um, see a lot of people just avoiding the fight in the last round.
0: uh, You know what? I don't think you do see a lot. I think you see some. Here and there, but actually, in terms of the amount of fight quality affected, I don't think it's huge. What I think is a bigger problem is where, um, let's say, someone has won two rounds and edged them, right? They got mm-hmm. a few extra punches in. And then in the last round, the other guy, like, drops the person, and gets on yeah. top in mount starts pounding on them, but doesn't finish. Um, I can't remember who this is against, but this happened with. Um, uh Fabricio Vadum um and Dana complained he was like why would you just get on top of him and lie on him but I you know I, at that point aside he you know absolutely crushed it in the final round but lost the first mm-hmm. two and for a casual guy coming in to watch the fight I think the trouble is that they come in they go well that guy bashed his fucking face into the floor Clearly, he won, but actually, if you're judging it round on round, each individual point, yeah, it can be quite. Um, it can come out with some slightly surprising results if you weren't aware that that was a ten point must system about who wins the fight.
1: I think that's because you're taking each round as like a silo on its own, so it, it's not actually a fight. You're fighting, you're scoring three fights. It's the fighting round one, the fighting round two, and the fighting round three. And there's no waiting for how much more you do. So you have the, what is it, aggression, octagon control and all that around the room. I
0: believe it's damage is the main priority. Damage is the
1: big one. Damage is the big one. But like you said, you can beat the absolute shit out of somebody in the first round. And then if they just get two takedowns and hold you down for the next two rounds, they've won. it. It does kind of heavily skew it away. Now, I think the pride approach is good for kind of bringing it back to that. But then I also think there's something to be done around, and again, we said we're not getting into the judging, but around having more judging. So I, I recently listened to a podcast where they were saying about having five judges in the 10-point must system, and you remove the top and bottom one. So like whoever's the furthest away from either side just gets discounted. So you get more of an average score of the fight. And it actually... Mm statistically should give you a better score to like the mean oh yeah yeah. i'm more than happy to
0: talk about that i just don't want to get into the area of oh this judge is rubbish and that one's a fucking robbery but that's perfect yeah
2: yeah i think um like yeah yeah one definitely uh has taken it from pride where they're, they're they're judging on a whole whole fight and it's but but the question is uh whether or not you know are, are we trying to looking at it from i would try to look are we trying to see a fight from a sport perspective or from a fight perspective and it's tricky for me like i i side with the pride way of doing it i side with the fact that you you look at the entirety of the fight um but at the same time i sort of understand the reasoning for having them separately in silos because then it's more like a sport in a way. Um, it's more like that's how Olympics are scored as well. Is based on you know individual rounds, and it's it seems more sporty to me in that respect. I don't know if you agree. Uh, what is that noise in the background?
1: Sorry, I think Mine. that was my chair. Uh,
0: okay, never okay. mind. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I, I do tell you take you what you're saying about like working out. Um what it is we're trying to do but i don't think shoe shoehorning this like idea of sportiness into mma is actually very good or very practical i think what we should probably be focusing on is um allowing clear decisions Um, both for the judges so they can actually make an informed choice about who's won, but also just making it spectator-friendly because if you want to grow the sport, you need people to watch it and understand and know what's going on and not be upset Mm -hmm. about when one person wins when they're surprised that it's not the other guy. That's the sort of stuff we need to be focusing on Mm -hmm. and making it enticing for people to watch. And I think the... 10 point must system kind of adds this layer of sportiness that makes it kind of opaque for people watching it. It makes it very unclear about who's winning a fight at any given time. I can't, um, you know, because a lot of the time, imagine dropping into the fight halfway through, I would watch it and I wouldn't know who was winning because if I haven't seen those first couple rounds... Very hard to tell. Whereas, if the fight's being judged as a whole and I drop in, and I see that one guy is getting beat, the the brakes just beating off of him, I'll be like, well, mm-hmm. I think I fucking know who's going to win this either way. Mm. The, the question then becomes whether you need to upset the entire system because judging the fight as a whole then seems very weird to me if you're having three
2: rounds. I mean, Ooh. when you're having five rounds, I also feel like it could be quite difficult. Like, I, I mean, do they... Do we know how how the judges do it? Do they still sort of, I guess they have their own little uh, pads or whatever and they, they write down their scores for each round or something? Yep.
1: So at the end of the round, they get they get two boxes, red corner, blue corner. At the end of the round, they write a winner and a loser in 10 and another score for the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, they've recently changed it to be more generous with 10 eight. Um, the UFC and uh, like the rules. Are we rules. talking
2: about the UFC way? But I'm I'm talking about the the ONE FC way. I guess are they still like
1: make notes. Yeah, it's like make yeah. notes, and then at the end of the fight, you pick somebody.
2: Because it would be for for me, just thinking about it, it'd be quite difficult to remember.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and, like, but you that's the argument against Pride. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the argument against the Pride approach. Is mm. the latter part of the fight is heavily skewed because. That's, that's the recent memory. So that right hook in the first minute and that exact same right hook in the last minute for the other guy probably stands out a bit more in the last minute because it's... And it all depends on how much action there is, obviously. But in a very mm. tight fight, you probably are a bit more skewed towards the nearer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean... It... it it kind of seems weird, though, to judge it on the fight as a whole, especially if you're going to have those three different rounds. If you're going to f- judge yeah. the fight on a consistent whole, shouldn't you just have one long round and then just crack mm. on with that? Um,
2: like Pride, it- right?
0: Or- no, 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 just just one round. Oh, okay. Right. That, that's what I mean, just one round. Because the, the Pride one long round was weird, but fine, yeah. whatever. I guess it's not actually that material to the fight in terms of mm. who's going to who's going to score it um yeah i mean to be honest it's kind of a weird system anyway the whole thing's been inherited from boxing but i think it's actually Mm -hmm. kind of um yet not very spectator friendly in a lot of ways and it kind of surprised me a lot of time that it's just not ever been updated
1: so i i think you're actually wrong on it not being spectator friendly i think it's it's a low barrier to entry for the wider public so, everybody who's into some sort of fight sports, even like the most casual of casuals,'ll have watched a few boxing fights, so they know it's ten nine and they can come into an m m a fight and they can go and It's probably the reason the u f c stole it from boxing is because they go, well, it's same same but a little bit different, but at the end of the round, you go he won that one ten, he won that one ten, and like you can you can jump into it a bit more as a fan because you can actually have an opinion of the round and jump in because you know it's the boxing scoring if you came in and said you're going to score the stand up like a tie fight and you're going to score the ground like a jiu-jitsu match and then you're going to average your scores and then add them together and then create a number that gets that is going to then people can go like fuck am i going to watch this?" Oh, it's confusing. Y-
0: of course yeah no that'll be a nightmare but that's why i actually like the um the criteria for what they're judging it on which is primarily damage mm-hmm. um it, it is kind of disappointing that someone coming really close to a submission if the person gets out of it it really means fuck all if the other guy punches them in the face a few yeah. times but mm-hmm. uh, you know what i mean it does actually tell you who's won and it's just kind of an understanding of the sportsman involved of yeah. the of the fighters that if I do go for the strangle and they get out of it, it means nothing in the grand scheme of things. Um,
1: so I was listening to Ben Askren this morning on Lex Friedman and his oh, yeah. critique of the jiu-jitsu scoring is near submissions don't get counted anywhere near as much as they should. There's no points for nearly submitting mm. somebody. So he was like, you can win off a takedown. And it's the same kind of an MMA where you can nearly have a rear naked choke and that's so not judged the same as a good right hook. Uh,
0: mm. yeah, but he didn't do it. Nearly doing <laughs> something is not the same as doing it.
1: I can't well, right get hook a- and dropping somebody and not finish them is exactly the same.
0: Uh yeah, but no no no, it's not the same. It'd be the same as throwing a right hook and it just missing. If you didn't do anything to the purse, that's more like it. Because so, so you're thinking um,
1: of a choke, then. So if you look at the armbar, Vito Belfort got on um, John Jones.
2: Yeah, the no damage that, to that huh? Yeah, um, or, or Tony Ferguson, the heel hook. Yes, yes, that yeah. is more significant.
0: If you, but but then you ask, hmm. Okay, yeah, so now I, I'm saying, I, I, it, I
2: understand what you're saying, Robbie. Though I, I kind of understand what you're saying because it is, to an extent, even if you are like if you're hooking someone and the uh, you hit them there is actually more da- damage done than if you were trying yeah but then but then we get down into what we're saying now which well, is if it's a choke then yeah probably not really you're not going to do any damage but if it's a near submission and someone's elbow is out of place then
0: well to come back to ben asker i've not listened to the podcast so maybe you can inform me a little bit on it but um I don't think he's going to say that you can score points for nearly taking someone down.
1: No, so his argument was around the Eddie Bravo rules and like you can hold out to the end, get to extra time and then you get an armbar. And if you're great at armbars, you can beat everybody. And I I get that point. So it's kind of somewhat relevant. I just think bringing that over into MMA is just because it's a choke, just because there's no damage, the aim of the fight is to end the fight. Ultimately, because you're having a fight, if a choke's nearly close, or a right hook sends you on chicken legs, it's to me parallel in terms of close to finishing the fight.
2: Uh, but and so
1: that's not what the fight.
0: That is not what the fight is being judged on, though. The fight is being judged on damage. If we want to judge it on who is closer to finishing the fight. That is a fair way to judge it, but it's not the same as what we're doing at the moment. But I, I you know, I'm, I am interested in that as an idea of judging it on who gets closer to finishing. That could well, be a legit way to do it.
1: And wouldn't it bring us to a point where we're promoting the right behaviours in terms of fight to win rather than fight to win three rounds and things like that?
0: Well, um, interesting you say that. You're aware of the um, fight to win BJJ promotion. Yes, yeah, yeah. Right, you know that they do a scoring system like that. If you know. get a sort of submission that's kind of there, you get a point. And mm-hmm. I think if you get a submission that's really close, you get two or three points. I, I don't remember exactly how it works. Yeah. Um, the, the idea being um, to generate a really spectator-friendly jujitsu match um, where they go, oh, that's close, oh, that's close, blah, blah, blah. right? You yeah. know, people are constantly going for submissions. The issue with it is, if I get your ankle and I go for it, and I can't – I'm not going to break it, right? But you know what? I get your ankle, a grip my teeth, I look at the judges, <laughs> you know, like I look like I'm putting a lot of effort into it, and get a fucking point, and then move on with my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's the issue you've got, is that it would – it starts feigning this idea of people just going for shit that's not there.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And then if you're talking about, oh, who's – um. Uh, then it, uh, judging it by who's getting close to finishing the fight gets into this awkward territory. with um. And I'm trying to think back on um, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Brian Ortega. Um, if you were judging it on who was closer to finishing the fight, would you have given that to Brian Ortega?
1: No, but you have to put the damage as a comparative to finishing the fight. What I'm trying to say is... Oh, you need right, to bring so you've got
0: two, two criteria then.
1: Yes, yeah, so you need to bring up the point that that, that choke was really fucking close and Ortega was nearly fucking finished. And, I, and the way the sports judge, I, they're taken a kind of hierarchy level. And I, I think there should be a way that submissions need to be brought up a bit in terms of nearly being finished and genuinely nearly being finished. And let's not get into how qualified the judges need to be to recognize that. But it's skewed more to, and I, I get it because of the rules, but it is skewed more towards striking.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's something we've talked about before, right? That in general, that's, that's just the way even the, the round systems and whatever, uh, heavily skews towards striking anyway if you end the round and you're in a dominant position you get put up straight striking again
0: yeah you yeah and, and you're right it does encourage striking more but i'll tell you what i i like that one thing i do like about the current rules is that there is a clear primary criteria for who wins that round and it's damage mm. right mm. i understand what you're saying that bringing up the importance of submissions will be nice um i think there's two issues with it though actually go on alex just before i I I was just
2: i was just thinking because damage is a criteria of course that can also be interpreted in different ways and now now my question is um is is the damage you know if you do break someone's leg although might be difficult to, to tell that in a fight but i guess like. How the fuck do you say? How do you fuck do you see that, for example, with Dariush um, and and the heel hook that he had on Ferguson? Um, Mm -hmm. Because that is damage. That is pure damage. But that's not going to get assessed, probably, by the judge because they're not going to know if that leg is broken or not. So I think it's still heavily skewed towards striking the damage part. Um, Yeah, no, it, it, it is. And I
0: mean, the thing is, the judge can only judge what they can see. Of course. Right. It's going to be like oh, what you yeah, can see. We can't from have the x-rays. Yeah, you can't do x-rays, <laughs> <this> right? <laughs> like, I get what you're saying. Um, I think what we're talking about is damage that's uh, apparent damage, if you want to be more yeah. specific, right? It's yeah. it's damage that is obvious to the judges when they're looking at mm. it. Um, I think the thing is, though, at least damage is the, the one clear uh, winner or, and decider of a round at the moment. I think if you start bringing in two criterias, um, that makes it really tricky to judge, and also it starts getting muddying it quite a lot. If someone's watching the fight about who's You're winning, way
1: more, you are way more open to interpretation of what you what you value as a person.
0: Yeah, and, and actually, I would like the judging to be less based on kind of inter- personal interpretation. Yeah, which is mm. partly why I like. Uh, yeah, I mean I like the clear damage thing. I like that that's an obvious point. And I like there's a clear clear hierarchy. You know, it's damage, then it's control, mm-hmm. then it's I can't remember exactly what the criteria are. I can tell you right.
2: what the fc criteria are cuz I've got one it FC. In front of me. Yeah, yeah, go yeah for one it. FC. So it's um near knockout or submission. So actually that that works in 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 Uf, in in 1FC. Uh, followed so it's uh important criteria is there is a near knockout or submission followed by damage done the third criterion was striking combinations ground control generalship, and control superior position then takedowns and takedown defense were the fourth and when you start final
0: yeah i mean so what they're saying is it's who's closer to finishing the fight who did more damage Mm. who looked like they were doing better yeah, <laughs> those that—that's the yeah, level yeah. of things, right? Their that's language really
1: is trying to bring both of them out, though their language looks to consciously try and bring out striking and grappling in the same phrase, which is mm. I, I quite I quite like. I, that's the point I was making.
0: I like it, but under those rules, um, again, who would have won the fight between Brian Ortega and yeah. Alexander Volkanovsky?
2: Well, it would be. I guess then you've got the damage done, right? No, 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 no,
0: no. You've got to judge it on the primary criteria. Mm. After that, it's tiebreakers. That's what those...
1: No, 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 but you'd still judge it as a round. So Volkanovski would win one round. Whereas then you have... Um, No, Ortega would win one round because of the submission. Then Volkanovski had three rounds of nearly finishing him.
0: So he, okay, but no, no, but under one's rules, one's rules are not round by round. It would be, it one's would be much rules are the fight, fight as a whole. Yeah, so, right, so it it he gets much, one
1: point for the near submission.
0: No, 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 fight as a whole.
1: No, no, but it, and, to rash to kind of think of it analytically, he gets one point for nearly doing the submission, right? And then you go, well... Volkanoski nearly finished in round four, nearly finished in round five. So you're comparing the two same things, but he had two more occurrences of it than Ortega had one.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's fair. But I mean, it's still kind of awkward if you get one near submission attempt and then you just take punches on the face if you don't get wobbled and don't get dropped but you get mm-hmm. absolutely fucking nailed for four, well even for five rounds right <laughs> if you get one near near guillotine choke and then you just get crushed for five rounds but we're saying judge the fight as a whole and yeah. judge it primarily on who nearly finished it that means that person who got absolutely crushed and will we'll win the fight overall but
1: then surely there has to be guidance of how many tier 2 categories yeah. make a tier 1 like you yeah, can't it's, like, like it's, you said it. you pull a heel hook in round 1 and go shit I've won I've nearly won <laughs> I nearly got a heel hook and you just get beaten up for 4 rounds then there has to be a way to rationalise the other levels to equal that
2: yeah, it's not it's it's not as if um the the knockout or near submission near knockout near submission is like 100% of the weight, right? it will be like let's say I don't know, 60%. I don't or, know, isn't it? Because 70%. the
0: whole point is that damage wins. You don't then go, "Oh, damage wins, but you know, that guy had like good octagon control for the whole thing."
2: Yeah but then that percentage would be like what like 10% of the fight or something you know and how so you complicated that
0: the how complicated that ruling system becomes i yeah. like simple rule systems which makes it really accessible for anyone watching to pick up on it straight away that's one thing i like
1: so it's ten point must system then for you. It's absolutely not win
0: or Absolutely not the ten point must system because that is just weird and difficult. And and the ten point must system ends up with stupid things like who, who, which was I talking to one of you guys about it, and they said that um Colby like Colby won like two of five, or two of three. Yeah, yeah, two rounds out of five. No, it was me. Yeah, and it was at you. Right, yeah. Colby, Colby. Like if he had thrown a couple more punches in one of those rounds, could feasibly have actually won that fight. Yeah. But looking at the fight as a whole, there's absolutely no fucking chance Colby won that fight. Which is why I like the judging as judging the fight as a whole thing, and I like it primarily on damage. But this is the trouble of the ten point must system is that
1: Usman could have got robbed. Like it wouldn't have actually been out of the question
2: Mm.
1: on the ten point must system. That fight was not close but on the scores it was very right. close.
0: See, and this is the trouble with this with this point system. It makes it it doesn't make it very obvious who won. And I, everyone knows who's won a fight. I mean I know there are kind of some grey areas, but yeah. usually everyone looks at a fight and go I think I know who won that. But then you throw the fucking rule, the judging system into it, and the point system, and everyone's like, "Oh, I think they won this yeah. many, of this many." Do you,
2: What do you guys think about um, what Glory does now? I don't know. Uh, so, so we'll get to to it. But I don't know if, if you actually get to see the scores, if the fighters get to see the scores. But Glory essentially will show this. Sc- each each round that gets mm-hmm. scored, they will show it. Uh, On the screen, on the screen, Um, it's like the amateur, the old school
1: amateur boxing where you know if you're up or down going into the round.
2: Yeah, yeah, and but I don't know if the fighters actually see that in glory. I can't remember.
0: Well, let's let's assume they do. If they're gonna put it up on the screen, if I was them. I'd have someone. I'd in the, I would have someone in yeah. the corner have a check of it and be able to shout it yeah. out to them between yeah. the, in the rounds. Does right? That, um, does that make it more exciting? That absolutely does not make it more exciting. Because if you're talking about people being worried that people are going to coast because they're winning fights, if you that know that you're worse. fucking winning the fight, that is going to compound the issue horribly. Yeah. Right. That that's the trouble. But um, then,
2: then, then is there a possibility? I mean, you could like to play the devil's advocate. Then the other person knows that they're severely losing the fight, so they'll be trying to attack more. They normally the know they're out. losing anyway.
1: Yeah, I mean if you're severely losing a fight, you've you've lost the fight for that mm-hmm. long anyway. Like you know you've got to go and be reckless or just not get knocked out. Like yeah. that's apparent that's it's true. way that's more true. it's way more prevalent when like the Colby Covington fight, if it mm. was two two going into the last round. And you're like, you've actually stole two rounds here. Like, you, you just need to nick one more round and you've won the fight. Like, that's when it comes into kind of tactical and using things like that. But I don't think it's ever going to play into the hands of, oh, I need to knock somebody out here. You can always, you can always kind of tell when you need to.
0: Yeah. yeah and I think um, looking at uh, Rodriguez versus Holloway, that was only, what was that, yeah. a, week, a week ago, um, yeah. came into the final round and they went, you're probably not winning. You gotta go and knock him out.
2: Yeah. No, the coach Fuck was the very game much, plan. Yeah, the, the coach <laughs> literally said, like, let's go crazy. Like do yeah. do whatever you need to do. Like just just go haywire. Yeah,
0: but you know what? I reckon Holloway went into that and was keen to win that final round. But you know what actually considering some of the stupid stuff that holloway does like the whole pointing at the floor and asking to bang considering he does that he probably wouldn't have coasted the final round but another man might have seen if given those points between the rounds might have seen that and gone i'm gonna play this safe as fuck Mm -hmm. i feel like
2: usman could be that kind of guy
0: yeah yeah Yeah. um (laughs) I feel like lots of people could have. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird how much everyone loves GSP now because he would have been a prime candidate for doing that mm-hmm. kind of shit because he yeah. saw it as a sport and he won rounds as a
2: sport. And, and I reckon Jones
1: lot- as well, actually. So it's not a, yeah. it's not a bad thing. It is. It, yeah. In a in a world of margins, where if you win or lose it by a very small amount, the amount you get paid is significantly more or less.
2: Mm. of course
1: you'd do it you'd have to the other thing as well yeah. is if you're up and you're like going into the last round and you're not hurt just take a win i think it'd be fine i don't think they should see the scores i don't I don't like the idea of them seeing the scores yeah i think it is it, kind it, of weird it's it, well, it's like the I, I like the thing of when there's a fight happening it's in the cage it's these two guys they're having a scrap Then they get to the end they shake each other's hand and they get the result i don't like the idea of like the external factors coming in and being like you're up two one or you're down two rounds yeah, or whatever. It goes, it's kind yeah. of leave it, that it, out of the cage.
2: It, it not not the same, but it, it looks it starts looking maybe a little bit like the tie uh with with betting and stuff isn't it in, in, well back in the not, day not with
1: amateur point. boxing you used to have to press buttons right so you'd have a red button and a green button and if somebody hit a good punch you'd press the button and then if there's a consensus between the judges you'd get a point and i remember watching boxing fights in the olympics where somebody a jab hit them and they wouldn't get the point and they'd be screaming in the ring that was a point that was a point uh, like, yeah. you, don't you don't want that you don't want
0: that yeah and, and you don't I, I don't think we should have a a point system judged on like number of hits because. Oh no, I'm not saying that. Sorry. No, I'm not saying you are, but I think we should make it clear that that is a terrible way to do it. Because how many times have you looked at the fight stats afterwards and it's like, oh, this person got this many significant strikes and that person got that yeah. many, but you're like, yeah, but how significant were they really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: you if can I when I play the EOT game, just spam jab.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you win the fight. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, but, but um, you know, y- you could look at the Yaya and and uh, Holloway fight, and you could like look at the leg kicks, right? You could look at, oh my god, uh, Holloway ate so many leg kicks, but like he just fucking didn't do anything, like didn't didn't phase him. He was just like, yeah, I'll take him.
1: Yeah, is that
2: damage? Yeah. Not- so, question is, if it's so, yeah, I guess damage is then if if he was actually limping and unable to
1: so if you can mask it so holloway clearly his leg was sore but he didn't show it dana white said he's walking around the back absolutely fine so is that actual damage i get a black eye, right if you're super pale and you get hit you go red really quick might not hurt but that looks worse so are we discriminating against ginger people with the word damage
0: the judges (laughs) can only judge what they can see Yeah, maybe we are discriminating against pale people. (laughs) But, you know, I'm going to... I'm going to shy away from saying that yeah having extra, having an MRI scan quickly <laughs> after you've had a fight to judge the actual amount of soft tissue damage you've got <laughs> might make it a lot less spectator friendly if that's actually what we all agree is the most important thing you know. is that people watching the sport know what the hell's going on making them undergo a medical evaluation afterwards is not the way to do that can you
2: imagine can you imagine we're, we're just all waiting for like a day after the fight to find out who won <laughs> are
1: you yeah, just waiting right. for the MRI to finish everybody watches it uh,
2: (laughs) you (laughs) watch the person coming in
1: (laughs) so actually bring it back to actually bring it back to like the real point i was trying to make was are you saying before that you commended damage being like the clear thing that they're chasing just damage on its own is really hard to score as well because there's no real definition of the word damage it's it's, again, open mm, yeah. to interpretation. It's it's still quite difficult to score, but damage feels fine for all of us. We feel like we understand what we mean when we say damage, but it's still open massively to interpretation.
0: Yeah, I do take your point. Um, and, I mean, some fights it would be kind of hard to work out. I mean, some fights people get dropped, but the other guy is bloodied and beaten. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it's kind of hard to work those out. Um, yeah. But I think it's not so much that I like damage; it's more that it seems better to me than like who got closer to finishing the fight. Because if you're judging on who got close to finishing the fight, um, we just to check: do we agree that Leon Edwards, you know, beat Nate Diaz in that yeah. last fight? Yeah. Who got closer to being finished?
1: No, it's true. And and how right. much do you skew that to the score? like how how much does that have an impact of four and a half rounds of dominating like wh- where where's the line
2: so so question is maybe if that fight was was had in in ONE FC would they have scored it differently because actually it's a near knockout or submission being scored uh, first then damage so that's what i'm saying yeah they
1: would have scored it differently and actually um they may have scored it differently. I do, I still yeah. don't think I yeah. don't think they throw away the four and a half rounds that Leon dominated. Mm.
0: Oh, well, yes and no, but I mean, if they do, then it's not in line with the scoring practice that they say. Because the scoring practice they say is primary thing is close to finishing. Also, we score the fight as a whole, not round by round. By that reasoning, Nate Diaz won that fight. And actually, you know what? I mean, if you are clear at the start that that's how you're going to judge the fight. Not mad about that. At least then it's quite obvious for the people watching who scored or not. I don't agree with that system, um, but I wouldn't be super mad about it in that particular instance because Leon was this close to going out. And the rules um, are transparent.
1: Like you, you both know that's the rule.
0: I think, yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree. The important points are the rules are transparent. People stick to the rule. Well, the judges stick to the scoring system and... It's obvious. I think the the main difficulty is making it obvious for people watching at home to know who's what, right? But I like the damage system. I'm just not sure I like the rounds system because it means that people can just do a tiny bit more damage twice and then take an absolute beating and still win the fight.
1: So here's something I'd quite like to see, and it's never going to happen because they don't get paid enough. Um, Judges don't just score and then disappear if judges had to do like a write-up afterwards or, I don't know, like an interview or whatever, just to justify their decisions. Uh, they can have like a little dictaphone next to them that they talk into. Because there's a lot of scoring that happens where you go, how the fuck have they scored it that way? But they've seen something that they've scored it that way. And people mm. complain about judges and they go, yada, 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 yada. I think if there was something you could do to increase the transparency as to why a judge has scored that round 10-9 for that person you're actually going to get less chaos because people are kicking off going, this judge is shit. They shouldn't be allowed to judge. If they had to write down, I scored that round for Leon because he threw more kicks, he landed more kicks and he was better at wrestling. Not a lot, but... Yeah, they don't
2: get an opportunity to explain their reasoning. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And I think there's something around that because you've scored it that way for a reason. And I like to think the judges' integrity is intact and they're scoring the fight on what they've saw rather than they prefer this person to this person. And, and But that's corruption and you, I'm not getting into that. But okay, if, yeah. if the judges have integrity and they're scoring the fight properly, they have a reason for scoring it that way. We should be able to see that.
0: It would be nice to have a sort of review ability of it and... It'll be What would be nice is if there was a system whereby people came back to review the rules, which I guess is the problem of not having a universal governing body. And MMA probably never will, and Jiu-Jitsu probably never will either. But at least with a universal governing body, they can at least, you know, I don't know, meet every two years and be like, hey, guys, this bit's going a bit wrong. Probably ought to have a think about this. Yeah. That no. would be really this great. this judge
1: keeps fucking up. Been. Like... No, but it'd be nice to have like a repercussion to being bad at it as well.
0: Yeah, that'd be good. And a proper review process would be great. Um, That would be getting into completely revamping the structure of MMA uh, governorship and how it's Mm -hmm. organized. But that would be good.
1: Yeah. Hmm. And I think just, I think we're kind of. Getting to the point where we're kind of saying there needs to be some kind of categories, and then they need to be well defined, and people need to understand them. The point around transparency, I think, is good. Just tangent. I want to bring something up as well, um, and we know we've not got onto it, so this is going to come left of field. I think we should bring back yellow cards.
0: Explain I the yellow like card system. Th-
1: so in Pride, it was for like stalling. So if you're stalling, you got a yellow card. But I think. At the minute, I think the way we judge fights in terms of eye pokes, in terms of groin strikes, in terms of things that you shouldn't do, it's mm. really open to interpretation. Some judges are really quick, um, some referees are really quick to take a point. Some on, I think by having the yellow card and having clear defined rules around that yellow card, and it's not the Pride way where like they take ten percent of the pay off them for stalling. Like not interested in that. But if it's like a yellow card with a defined set of rules of you get one poke in the eye. Do it again, you get a yellow card, you get a point taken off. I think that would make the sport better because at the minute, it's way too just random.
0: It really does depend on which referee you get at any given time.
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, well, it's coming back to our whole thing that we did a little while ago about how communication is the most important thing. It's probably still the same thing here, just being communicating very clearly what the rules are. I don't mind if the rules change so long as everyone's on the same page.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, yes, but that I, would be I, nice I, because at the moment that's too loose.
1: Yeah, because yeah. you, you know there are fighters in the back who see a ref's name come up and go, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm not going to get anything today. Like, you mm-hmm. know if somebody gets poked in the eye and it's a certain ref, nothing's going to happen. I think just having that clearly defined, it's not going to fix the judging, and no, we're talking about judging, but I think it'd fix a part of the sport that leads to the judging in the end. Yeah. Cool. Fixed it. Cool.
0: All right. Um, All right. Well, yeah, let's wrap it up there. Then we came to no conclusions. We haven't got a good rule system and everyone's still confused about it. But Elusive explained a few different (laughs) things. Yeah, Combat Thoughts has not changed. We've solved nothing and come to no real conclusions. But there are nice ways to score it. Like like, closeness to finishing, damage, um, and whether it's the fight as a whole or round by round um yeah
2: that's it there's lots of questions and no answers we hope you enjoyed the episode if you did please consider subscribing to the podcast and checking us out on youtube facebook and instagram under the name combat thoughts we'll see you next time